my friend, I hope that you are excited about Christmas. But right after that big, beautiful holiday comes the new year. And that is a season of goals and resolutions and plans and dreams and opportunities. And what I want to talk about today is how to help you work on the goal or work toward the vision or the dream that you have for your family in the new year. Because I am very confident that you want to have a stronger marriage at the end of next year than you have today, even if things are not a struggle today. And I am completely confident that you want to create wonderful memories with your kids in the new year. I know that you want to grow with the Lord and you want to smile every day and enjoy this season of life, of family life. And the new year is so full of opportunity and possibility. And so today we're going to take a look at how to set some goals and make some plans and work forward move forward toward enjoying family life even more in the new year. And one of the reasons that I'm really excited for this conversation today, um, in all honesty, one of the reasons, yes, is that I am a planner. I like to have a goal to work toward. I like to have a plan, a to-do list, check it off. I use a written planner because writing it down and seeing it on paper is well, it's powerful and helpful, but also just enjoyable for me personally. But mainly, I'm excited about this conversation because as a marriage and family therapist, I have seen the power of one person setting a goal, making some changes, um, working things out, working forward, moving forward, the power that that one person can have the influence that you can have on your entire family, your marriage, your parenting, all of your relationships, even if the other person isn't really interested or available or have the time to make the changes that you hope that they will make in the new year. Your goal setting, intentionality, planning, and effort can have a huge positive impact on your family. And so if that's what you want, if there is something you are working toward in your family life, you want to enjoy it more, you want to go deeper, you're in the right place. This is episode 162 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And I'm your host, Jess, and I am a therapist, a marriage and family therapist, um, now, I'll, I'll remind you that I'm not your therapist, <laughs> that this is not, you know, professional conversation where I know the ins and outs of your family, but I have been a marriage and family therapist for well over a decade, and it just brings me such joy to watch women come in, you know, that first day of counseling when they're usually upset about something or frustrated about something and to see how incredible it is the way God can use one person's efforts to change generations, to change an entire family. It is beautiful. And I am a mom myself. I am a wife. I have my own goals that I'm working on in my family. And we will have some 
upcoming um, episodes and I'm happy to share, not happy to share, I will be sharing kind of an update on my previous year's goals and the new goals. Um, And today we're not really going to get into the nuts and bolts of like action steps you can take today, tomorrow, next week to work on communication or emotions or um, discipleship or, you know, some of these specific goals that you might have. Today, I want us to think big picture and to plant a seed of hope and encouragement that it is worth setting some goals around your family relationships and working toward those, even if you feel like you're doing it all alone. So as we jump into this conversation today, we should probably start with the question of why. Why is it valuable and helpful to set a goal and to have some sort of plan of what you're working toward? And there are a few reasons why planning and goal setting, um, regardless of what action steps you come up with, why the process of planning and goal setting is helpful. And one of the biggest reasons is because it gives you clarity, especially when you are struggling. Uh, Maybe your marriage is just not quite where it used to be or where you want it to be, or you've got that one kiddo where it just feels like, oh, I just, I can't really connect with them. This is always a struggle. You know, you obviously you love them, but it's just a struggle day in and day out. When we are in that harder place in a relationship, it's really easy to get overwhelmed by the emotions of it. And it can start to feel like this really big, confusing, overwhelming thing. But taking time to sit down and actually put words to those feelings. What is it that I wish was different? What is it that I would like to change? That can really give you some helpful clarity. It can kind of cut through the fluff, cut through the big emotions and help you zero in on something that actually you can place some hope on it. You can, um, you know, eventually down the line, come up with some action plans. It can take all of that confusion and big overwhelmingness in your head, in your heart. You put it on paper and it can get more real, but in a way that is helpful. Now it is something in the world that can be wrestled with and thought through and prayed over and dealt with because you've given some clarity to what it is that you're concerned about and where it is you want to go. Setting that goal and starting to work on a plan, it moves things forward. It gets you out of that place of being stuck in the negative and it's planting, at the very least, planting a seed that things might, they could possibly be different. And so it gives you clarity. It also helps you to prioritize because it's really easy to start trying to work on everything all at once, which really just does not tend to get a lot of traction. Um, And then you might be focusing on things that actually aren't going to be that powerful or influential um, because you're just kind of taking a shot in the dark at whatever's right in front of you. But when you have a clear goal that you're working on or a plan that you're trying to make happen, it helps you prioritize in the day-to-day, but also in what am I going to focus on? What am I going to just let it go? And that's 
maybe a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. So we're going to deal with it later. Prioritization can be so helpful. It can give you a sense of confidence about what am I working on? And probably the best example there, I think, um, is in marriage. Like when, when people are struggling, when a marriage is struggling, it's easy to have a list of, you know, 10, 20, 30 things that you want to change. I wish he did this. I wish I did this. I wish I felt this. I wish we did this. Well, can you zoom in on what's the biggest thing? If you could only change one thing, what would have the biggest impact? And it might be really broad. It might be to, to settle in and say, I really, I really wish we could improve our communication. Okay, well, there's a lot of elements to communication, but now you know you're zeroing in and you can practice some things. You can read some books. You can cover your, your prayers in a specific direction and it can help you to prioritize and know what to focus on. And the third reason I'll highlight as far as why it is valuable to consider what your goals are and to set some plans working on family relationships, even if things are going kind of okay, um, even if there's not a big problem or a big concern, it's still really valuable because it provides guidance and direction that you know this, even if you can say, wow, we're moving in this direction. I love it. I want more of it. Well, you still know, okay, well, where am I going to focus? What is the next step when you're praying? Knowing what your priority and your goals are is going to help you pray over the things that really are most powerfully important to you. It's going to guide you in your scheduling and your calendar. What do I say yes to and what do I say no to? It's going to guide you in choosing habits that you might want to work on. Um, you know, any little element of your day, let alone a bigger picture, you know, what, what's going to go on our family calendar for this month or what book of the Bible am I going to study next? All of that could be guided by some clarity on what is my goal? What is it I'm working toward? I think we see this a lot with, um, now this might be you, it might be your friends, but you probably have heard of someone um, in the Christian community. It's not unique to Christians, but it can be a popular thing to set like a word of the year or a phrase of the year, a verse of the year. This is my scripture verse for the year. Um, and any element of that where it's really just guiding you in this is an area that I want to focus on doesn't mean you're ignoring everything else. And you might think of that for your life as a whole, but it might also be worth thinking about, worth thinking about that for your marriage and for your relationship with your kids, your role as a mom. Um, what are the themes or the big things that you really want to emphasize and grow in and focus on in the new year? And so before we turn the corner now to think about, well, how do we do that? <laughs> how do we figure out what a good goal would be and start developing a plan to work forward on that? I want to invite you to consider what some of those themes would be, what some of those goals might be that you're wanting to work on in your family life 
deepening those family relationships. And I would encourage you to join us in our Patreon community, what we call the Faith Fiverr Club, because in the new year, we are rolling out um, kind of a new approach. We're going to take month by month a different theme, a different focus area that every Christian mom and wife um, wants to grow in. It may or may not every month be your top priority, but they are all areas that are deep and meaningful and purposeful. And doing that together as a community um, with there, there will be journaling questions. There's going to be a workbook every month. You can go as deep as you want to go. There's going to be a private podcast with um, encouragement and kind of a deep dive into these different topics. But that could be a really great way to provide some structure toward the goals that you're working toward, the themes that you want to grow in over the course of the next year. In January, we're focusing on spiritual disciplines and um, really getting in some healthy rhythms of prayer and reading the Bible and um, worship and some other spiritual habits or spiritual disciplines. In February, we're going to do some deep Bible studies in the area of marriage. And then, you know, we have others throughout the year. But I would encourage you to, to join us over there in the Faith Fiverr Club. Um, there is a link in the podcast description of this show. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about goals and plans and what is important for all of us, regardless of the season of life we are in. Um, and of course, it, it plays out differently with your season of life. I'm a mom of four kids, ages four and under. So the way that I invest in spiritual disciplines, even the way I invest in my marriage is going to look different than it will 10 years in the future when I'm a mom of teenagers. It's hard to imagine, but it will happen and my life will look different, but I will still need to focus on my marriage and I will still need to focus on my relationship with the Lord. And so um, having those areas in mind of what are your overarching priorities for family life is a really great place to start when you're thinking about, okay, so this is my big picture priority. What does that mean for this year, this season? for my family. So that is an invitation to you. Um, and if we kind of turn that corner and think then about, well, how do we set these type of goals? And maybe you're setting it alone. Maybe you're, you know, your husband's not really interested or available to work on some things in the marriage. Um, maybe you're like me and your kids are four years old or younger and, you know, they're not really at a place where they're going to work on some sort of goal with me. We cannot really collaborate on that. All of that weight basically rests on my shoulders if I want to do things differently with my kids. So how do we start setting those goals? The first thing I would really encourage you to consider is scripture. What are the priorities and the values that Jesus outlines as you read through the pages of scripture? And I'll give you a few places that you might want to start. Um, but again, this is going to look different depending on your season of life, your family structure, the strengths that you have, but also the, the struggles that you're working through. It might look different, but the biblical call to what holiness and righteousness looks like for a Christian family, that does not change. <laughs> we just are at different places in the journey of living that out. 
So you might want to read through um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is all about what love looks like. Deuteronomy 6 has a few helpful verses specifically about parenting. Ephesians 5 has some really famous verses about marriage. Um, Proverbs 31, the wife of noble character or the woman of noble character. Um, Colossians chapter 3, that's one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. It's all about um, the character that we have as Christians and how we engage in relationships. Um, and just you know, reading through the Gospels, reading through the Proverbs, there is so much richness in the Bible that helps us understand maybe not a really nuanced and specific goal for my family this year, but absolutely gives us clarity on the big picture goals that we want to be working toward as Christians, as women, as wives, as moms in the big picture. So start there, start with scripture, reading through, praying through, trying to understand what are the biblical principles that are priorities for your family. And then the next place that I find it helpful to think through is what, just to get realistic about what is your current season of life. Because if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're home all day with your four kids in toddlerhood, that's going to look totally different than if you're working out of the home and you're gone every day from eight to five. The time you have with your people and what you do during that time, just in reality, is going to look different. So think through your current season of life. Where are things strong and maybe you want to build on it? Where are things weak and you need some help or you need some change? And that's going to help you think about and figure out what goals do you really want to work on right now. And then from there, um, again, we're not going to get into the nuts and bolts today of how to how to really create an action plan. Um, but thinking big picture, it's worth thinking through some of those kind of cliche questions. Well, where do I want to be in five years, in 10 years? I mean, my kids just turned four years old, my triplets. Um, and three four-year-olds is like a giant tornado lives in our house but it won't be that long until I have three 14-year-olds living in my house and then you know 10 years after that three 24-year-olds who I want to have a good relationship with so thinking through where do I want those relationships to be in five years 10 years 20 years that can give a lot of clarity to what goals I want to be working on today. And then from there, of course, you can break it down smaller. You might want to think about um, maybe you want to get as small as thinking about your month by month or week by week. If you're really at that level, definitely join us in the Faith Fiverr Club over on Patreon because we're going to be going month by month <laughs> looking through some really key focus areas for Christian moms. But the big picture is the place to start. And then from there, you might zoom in to a medium level goal for, you know, the next three years or just this next year ahead. You might want to build that on what you worked on the previous year. For myself, one of the things I've been working on this year is prayer and trying to deepen my prayer life. Uh, it hasn't gone as beautifully as I had hoped <laughs> or, of course, as I expected, it's been beautiful in many ways, but it's been hard in ways that I didn't expect. And so 
I am trying to think through now, okay, well, what's next for that area of life? I'm not just going to chuck it out the window and say, okay, I guess prayer doesn't really work for my life. Well, that's not biblical. That's not holy. That's not who I want to be 10 years from now. I don't want to be that Christian woman who doesn't really bother to pray. I need to figure out what's the next step in the process of deepening my prayer life in this season where I just don't have as much time as I've had in the past to sit and rest in the Lord's presence. And then the final piece that I would really recommend, and I know we live in a digital age and you might not want to hear this, but the simple reality is once you have thought through these various, you know, big picture things you want to be a priority in your family that you want to um, that you believe the Bible is, is calling you toward and you're narrowing in on some goals, write them down. There is plenty of research out there about the power of putting pen to paper and not on your phone, not on your computer, not on your tablet, but actually writing it down. I am a huge fan of the Hope Planner. I will put a link in the show notes um, and I could go off, you know, I could do a whole spiel about why I enjoy this planner. Um, I really like basically how it's structured and it puts my biblical, godly faith priorities first. And then from there, okay, well, what's my schedule today? What's on the to-do list today? And there's a lot of white space and it's very pretty and it, it just flows, I think, in a healthy direction. God first and then all of my, you know, plans and schedule next. But pretty much any planner you get, or even just a regular old composition notebook, like you had back in third grade or whatever, writing down, these are my goals, putting words to them, seeing them on paper in front of you, that is really powerful. We already talked about some of the why in that, that it gives clarity and it helps you prioritize and it can be a guide um, as you're praying or planning or scheduling. But that would be the next step before you really start thinking about action steps. Well, okay, how am I going to do this? Write it down. And again, that might be a goal you can write down and hang it on the wall because you and your husband and your kids, you're all committed to this goal together. Or it might be something that is, is more personal for you and you might feel alone in what you're working toward. Well, now you have something tangible that you're working toward. You can pray over it, you can lay it before the Lord, and getting it out of your head and onto paper is going to be really helpful for clarifying really what it is, and it can really help you solidify, this is what I am working toward, this is why. This past year, as I said, I had a goal around deepening my prayer life, and I wrote that goal down in my hope planner. And I had a scripture verse I wanted to memorize with it, which I did memorize, but then I have forgotten it. So I need to go back and work on reviewing it more frequently. Um, And I wrote out actually the words of those verses because yeah, I can read them in my Bible, but I wanted to write them down. It helps commit them, solidify them into my life. And I jotted down some notes about what would this look like in my life if I really was having, if I really had a deeper prayer life, what would that mean? What would that look like? How would I know that's happening? 
because that's maybe a very subjective thing. Is it about the quantity of time? Is it about the emotional experience? And writing that down is really helpful. So my friend, those are a few ideas as you start thinking through your family biblically, but also your just reality check of your season of life. Think through some goals, some things you want to focus on. I would love for you to join us in the Faith Fiverr Club, whether that's like this is my big picture goal or just to go deeper into a variety of areas that are a blessing for you and for your family Um, and grab a planner. Maybe it's the Hope Planner. Maybe it's something else. Grab some tool, some resource that can help you work things forward. And next week, we will go a little deeper into how do I take this goal and turn it into an action plan, especially if you're working on it all alone or or might feel that way. So I know that will be more nuts and bolts, very practical, very helpful. But for right now, enjoy Christmas. Of course, it's just a few days away. But don't forget to think about what's next and to pray and to plan and to go into the new year with intentionality. My friends, that is all I have for us today. And we'll be back on Friday with our Friday Faith follow-up episode. But until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.